Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Something very controversial yesterday people had a real problem with. A lot of conservatives uh, thought, wait a minute, they're not going to press charges. This guy isn't going to go to jail. I'm talking about the guy who was a Democrat staffer uh, who uh, made gay porn uh, in a Senate hearing room. Comment on that here in a second. And somebody joining me, a friend from Washington, Mike Lee in 60 seconds first let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour it is rough greens rough greens is not a dog food it is a it's a supplement that was developed by naturopathic dr dennis black and you sprinkle it on your dog's kibble food kibble food has to last on the shelf for up to two years two and a half years uh that means there's nothing alive in it there's not they cook a lot of the good stuff out and your dog knows that um here's what Here's what Rough Greens does. You just sprinkle it on the food, and it gives your dog all of the vitamins and minerals and nutrients and probiotics that your dog needs. Again, it's Rough Greens. It's a natural supplement. All you have to do is call Rough Greens now. Their number is 833-GLEN33. I feed this to Uno. Saw a huge difference in Uno. 833-GLENN33. 833-GLEN33. Or roughgreens.com slash Beck. So let me start with this. The United States Capitol Police yesterday determined upon the completion of an investigation that there was no evidence that a crime had been committed by uh, a former congressional Democrat staffer. He filmed himself engaging in a sex act with another male inside the Senate hearing room on Capitol Hill. He's not going to be criminally charged. I, You know what? I... What do you say about that? I, I mean, do we have a law against, I mean, did we need a law ever against filming yourself having sex in the Senate hearing room? I mean, I, get, I doubt it was the first time, uh, but, the, it, well, I mean, they pro- it probably happened before, um, but, but, uh, but, but nobody dared film it and were proud of it. Uh, you, how are you going to send this guy to jail? For what? For what? You want to pass a law? Great. But see, this is why Adam said this, this, this system of government won't work for an irreligious and immoral society because you have to make all the laws. This never happened out in public, at least. We never knew about it, at least, because people knew they'd be shamed. This guy, I bet you, is a hero on the left. I bet this guy is like, oh, man, you're the guy who had sex and filmed it. That's why this country cannot remain free if we don't self-regulate ourselves. We have uh, Mike Lee uh, in the room with me here in uh, in Georgia. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good to be with you, Glenn. Thank you. So your thoughts on... Well, first of all, you totally threw me off there by suggesting it's probably happened before. Just let me live in this blissful (laughs) ignorance... Where this is the only time it's ever happened. And I I have hearings in there every week. And fortunately, it was not at my desk. It was not at the place where I sit. So let's just Uh, leave it at that. Now that you've said that, it might be at your desk. Just just take the Clorox wipes and wipe everything down. Not going to happen. No, it's it's, it's very clean. Didn't happen anywhere else. 
I, I'm very, very glad that that's the only time it's ever happened. I hope it never <laughs> happens again. Here's what I can't figure out, though. Why in the Sam Hill did they not have cameras that caught this happening before it occurred? This is a fairly secure room. There are security cameras everywhere. I, I, I don't quite understand how it got to this point. That doesn't make it anybody else's fault other than the people who did it. But it's strange. They have cameras in that room. Oh, yeah, that's right. They brought their own. I've, no, but I mean, do, do, they don't have cameras in that room? No, no, they, they do have cameras. They have cameras going into the room, out of the room, in the room, all over the place. And so I, I don't know how this guy thought he was, uh, I don't know how he was so dumb as to think he wasn't going to get caught. Well, but he didn't get caught by the cameras. He got caught because the cameras he brought right. to film it right. then displayed the, 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 uh, the thing, well, yeah, just the, the event, leave it at the that. event yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, for uh, the entire humanity to see on the Internet. So, yeah. Not a, not so a, this, this doesn't help uh, me feel that the Capitol Police are getting better at their job. Yeah, okay, but in fairness, this probably occurred either on a weekend or in the middle of the night or a combination of the two. And they do have secure entrances and exits, especially during those hours. And so, uh, you know, that particular hearing room probably wasn't a major concern to them. I still would like to know why they didn't notice it first. Yeah, and I'd like to not talk about special entrances and exits while we're talking about this story. Uh, now, Schumer. I walked right into uh, You did. You walked right into it. Uh, Schumer uh, says the Ukraine border bill is on track for vote in the Senate next week. You know, this is interesting, Glenn, because there isn't a bill... But we don't no, have no, no. A bill. It's on track for next week. Yeah, it's on track for next week because he has said it's on track for next week, but there is no it. We still don't have the bill. They've been working on this thing for four months. Four months they've been negotiating it, and we still don't have bill text. When you say they're negotiating it, who is negotiating it? It is a tiny handful of individuals. I, I, I know, for example, that on the border security portion of it, uh, the primary Republican negotiator is James Langford, and the primary Democratic uh, conference negotiators are Kirsten Sinema and Chris Murphy. Um, I actually don't know who is negotiating the Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, miscellaneous supplemental aid funding portion of it. I assume that, uh, uh, that, that, that it's the top Republican and the top Democrat on the Appropriations Committee. But they've never been clear on what's in that or exactly who's in charge of that part. But most importantly, Glenn, we don't have the bill. And unless you have the bill, we, remember, we don't vote on just abstract ideas typically in Congress, or if we ever do, uh, it, it's, it's not a law. When we're passing a law like this one, something that spends $106 billion, funds components of conflicts occurring in three different remote locations on the planet, and then undertakes a massive overhaul to our immigration laws, perhaps the most significant of its kind in a generation. Those are not abstract concepts. We can't vote on those. Under Article 1, Section 1 and Article 1, Section 7, you can't make abstract concepts into a law. It doesn't work. Well, they'll, they'll, give you a, they'll give you the law, yes. it'll just, and they'll give you about two hours to read it. Right, and that is the problem. You have to have the same language, the exact same language passed by the House and by the Senate and then presented to the president. We still don't have that language. 
So if you give that to us at the very last minute, remember, um, this stuff does not read like a fast-paced novel. <laughs> and this is sufficiently complex. I will not be surprised if it's hundreds of pages long. Uh, and it, it takes time. Even if it were only, I don't know, 100 pages or so, which for all this bill does would surprise me a bit, but even if it's quote-unquote only that, you, immigration law in particular is tricky. Lots of cross-references mm -hmm. in a bill like that. It's going to take at least a few weeks for us to understand it. At least a you know, bare minimum would be like a week or two. So here's what I'm concerned with. The president keeps saying, you know, I ju I've been asking. I need the money and I need the, the powers to do it. Um, I'm not for special powers, emergency powers going to the White House. I don't care if it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden. No more special emergency powers. Enough is enough. Is enough is enough. Uh, is there any, any reason that he needs extra powers to be able to solve the border? All right. This is a good question. Look, there are things in the immigration code that would be good to tune up. It would probably be good to clarify certain things to make it easier for presidents moving forward to secure the border. That isn't the question. The question is, what does this bill to do to accomplish that? And what else does this bill do to offset whatever good might be in it? And that is where I have the problem. A problem that is compounded by the fact that the President of the United States currently has authority to stop the border crisis. Now, they may not be the most elegant tools around. They might not be the tightest but he has the exact same statutory framework available to him that Donald Trump had when he secured the border uh, while he was still in office. Remember, he had massive border surges. That's when the cartels really started mm -hmm. cooking up their human trafficking business, which, by the way, travels on the same chassis with the same people as the drug trafficking business. Those people that they've tra uh, trafficked into the country over the last few years, they've brought in enough fentanyl to kill every American several times over. Anyway, he has the same authority. Now, some people will say, oh, well, no, no, that's not true. That's not true because Donald Trump was using Title 42. Title 42 was based on the COVID pandemic. That's missing the point. He fixed most of the problem, almost entirely fixed by the time COVID was even yeah. a thing. He's got the authority. Moreover, uh, uh, the, the, all these authorities that they're abusing, asylum law, immigration parole authority, uh, deferred removal authority. They are all discretionary powers given to the executive branch that you can meet out under certain circumstances. But they're all may shall. They don't have to give anyone asylum, not one person. They can shut down the entire asylum program when they find that we can't keep up with it. He's got the power now, and we're sending the false message by having this discussion that this is for want of adequate legislative authority. That's false. And how much money are we giving to Ukraine at the same time? This is going to be $106 billion in this bill from what we're told. About $62 billion of that will go to Ukraine. Of that sum, $11.75 billion will be set aside just to fund Ukraine's civil government. It's civil servants, their pensions, and things like that. Now, I've raised questions about this. Why are we doing that? And how long does that buy us? A year. We're funding their entire 
government's budget, their payroll soup to nuts. We're funding it for an entire year. I asked my colleagues, why would we want to do that? Why, why is that our thing to do? The answer was, well, fighting a war is expensive, and they need a government while they're fighting a war. That's oh. the kind of thing that substitutes these days, apparently. You know, I could understand that if it was World War II and we were doing it for England, where we were both in declared war, they were our allies. Maybe, maybe with some sort of, I, I, some sort of vote in Congress and debate that that's what we were going to do. This isn't a war we're in. This is... Right. We, we have not declared war. We are not combatants in this war. And they're not the most important ally. No, no. And they are also two countries that have, let's just say, had a fairly long history of conflicts against each other. Now, don't get me wrong. Putin, bad guy. And, and I, yeah, yeah. I, I would like Ukraine to be free. But this is not something that's particularly new. These guys hate each other. There are a lot of con conflicts. They, they, they do that sort of thing. We can't fight every war all the time. If we do that, uh, we're going to create a lot of problems. And every time we do this, you increase the progressive cause. You increase the total level of government funding with a war. That doesn't go away. All right, let me change subjects. 26 attorney generals have now demanded Biden end the UNRWA the funding uh, that we now found uh, that 10% of the people that work for this had ties to terrorism. Some of them actually participated in the Palestinian terrorism of October 7th. Well, of course they did. I mean, look, the only thing that's shocking about that number is that it's that low. And the only reason it's that low is that they're not taking into account all of the true problems with UNRWA. Look, Glenn, UNRWA has for decades been running schools that teach young children, little kids in their classes, that they need to kill Jewish people, that they, uh, in their words, we need to stab them with knives and run over them with cars. They, they are teaching hatred. So um, Donald Trump cut the funding. Yes. We cut the funding. And Joe Biden brought it back. Uh, he's also yesterday, let me see here, yesterday, um, he imposed sanctions on four Israelis from the, uh, from the West Bank, if you will. Um, the reason I'm not really sure, they say that they just had uh, thrown rocks and uh, clubs at uh, Palestinians in the disputed territories of the West Bank, uh, that they had threatened to kill people, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I, I want those people to, you know, go to jail and, and, you know, bad behavior on either side is bad behavior. However, the president has now said that uh, they have to be debanked here in America. They lose their visa and they're not allowed to come into America at any time. Did we do this for Palestinians that had thrown rocks or said bad things if if we had done that it would have made news and it didn't happen because there has been no news to that effect sometimes i really want president biden and his administration to pick a horse and ride it 
He pretends to be the friend of Israel, but then when he goes and does stuff like this, it makes me wonder. He's a little bit like the guy who insists on buying a humidifier and a dehumidifier and putting them in the same room to let them have it out. This makes absolutely no sense. I don't know what he's getting at here. On the UNRWA thing, though, I think it's high time for us to have a conversation as a country. I think Congress needs to make sure that this happens. UNRWA is a creation of the United Nations. It's a United Nations agency. Glenn, I can't name a darn thing that the United Nations does that I don't find pretty troubling. I certainly can't think of a darn thing that they do, knowing that we're the, by far the largest contributor to the UN. Uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about $20 billion a year. What do we get out of that? And by contrast, what do they do to undermine us and our allies like Israel? A lot. It's time to defund the UN. Chip Roy and I both have bills in the House and the Senate, respectively, uh, in order to do that. It's time to defund the UN. I agree with you. I think that's going to be hard to do in the current circumstances. However, I think current circumstances are going to change. There is a huge change coming to the world soon. It just depends which way it swings. Coming up in just a second, one last question for Mike about airline safety. You're not going to believe this. Next. First, let me tell you about LifeLock. All across uh, uh, America right now, there is a class of human beings who exist for no other reason than to try to illegally take what's yours and put it into their own pockets. And they're called cyber criminals. If you ignore them, you ignore them at your own uh, risk. Your personal information is everywhere because of we do everything online and it gets exposed really, really often, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. But you can protect yourself and nobody can protect you from everything. It's just not possible. But LifeLock by Norton is the best. They will detect and alert you to threats that you may not spot on your own. Things like loans taken out in your name or cyber criminals pretending to be you. It's easy to protect yourself with LifeLock. If you do become a victim of identity theft and you're a member with LifeLock, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist is on hand to be assigned your case and work it out. It is easy to join. Just go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck. Lifelock.com. Promo code Beck. Save 25%. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. This is... You know, um, we have absolutely destroyed Boeing, one of the greatest engineering uh, firms in the world. Um, we've They've destroyed themselves, quite honestly. Um, and they care more, care more about wokeness, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but there's something else going on with the uh, FAA, the, the tower control people, the people who are actually making sure that our planes don't hit each other. Um, there's a problem there, Mike? Yeah, there's a problem in that they're violating federal law and because it's government entity uh, also going against the Constitution. We have provisions of the Constitution and we also have laws that say that you can't treat people differently on the basis of race. Uh, absent very unusual circumstances where there's a bona fide occupational qualification. Uh, you're casting somebody for a role in the play and it's a government actor and uh, they need to be of a particular background because that's what the character is. Absent that, 
race should never factor into the equation. It's, it's not something that uh, we use to hire people or not hire them. And so when they do this, it causes problems and it ha- carries ramifications in, for in safety. In what ways? I have 60 seconds. In what ways? If, if it's just race, but they have the same qualities as somebody else, why is this making our air less safe? Well, because the FAA specifically has adopted criteria designed to make sure that they uh, are, are not hiring people who have the same qualifications. That's the problem. Now, if it were used only as a tiebreaker, that's a different thing. But it's not here. They, they've, they've come up with this set of criteria designed to make sure that they're not making these decisions on the basis of time-honored criteria that determine your qualifications. I got to tell you, I think my great-grandchildren will not believe that we had air travel the way we have it now if we don't turn this around. As I said years ago, hey, you'll learn your lesson when airplanes start to fall out of the sky. Well, we're there, gang. We're there. Thank you, Mike Lee, Senator from Utah. Well, uh, Glenn is uh, is uh, ready to tell you about our fabulous hey, sorry, sorry. sponsor here. <laughs> yeah, Glenn. I f- forgot. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk to you about, thank you. I want to talk to you about uh, Preborn. We are fighting a spiritual battle uh, as much as, well, that's really what we're fighting. In all things, we're fighting a spiritual battle. And I would like you to join us in saving children's life with the ministry of Preborn. They help not only the mom choose life, but they help the mom afterwards many of these girls they feel alone they have no support they have no money and they want to keep their child uh when they're presented with an option first you introduce them to their child and they see that it's not just a lump of cells it's a child that gives the baby a, at least a 50 50 percent chance greater that the child's going to be saved then they're there for them up to two years after the child's birth Please join us. Hit pound 250. Say the keyword baby. $28 gets that ultrasound to that mom. Preborn.com slash Beck. Pound 250. Keyword baby. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn30. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to tell you a story. Uh, A few months ago, I was here in Georgia, and uh, I had the opportunity to see uh, a rough cut uh, film. I don't know if it had been locked yet, but a a film that had been made uh, called Cabrini. And uh, I decided to go, and I'm sitting next to the studio head as we're all watching this movie. There's about, I don't know, 20 of us. And about halfway through, I lean over and I said, I feel like those who were sitting in the room with Francis Ford Coppola must have felt on the first screening of The Godfather. This film, Cabrini, is uh, a a tremendous film. Uh, It is a a great story. It's well acted. John Lithgow is in it. Uh, It is... It is, it's a miracle of a film. It, I compare it to the quality of uh, Godfather. 
It is an epic tale, and it is beautiful. It is the highest of the art form. If it wasn't, uh, you know, being released, I think, by Angel Studios, uh, it would win Best Picture when it comes out. Um, it is remarkable. And now the reason why I, I, I want you to really listen to this is, do you remember what Christian films were just a few years ago? Remember how bad they were? Remember how preachy they were? How you were just like, oh, can we just make a good movie? We are making good movies now. And this is an exceptional movie. It is Cabrini, and it is um, a story about Mother Cabrini. If you don't know who she was, she was an Italian immigrant. She comes to New York City in the 1800s, and she just wants to help the immigrant children because there's no money. I mean, the way you think immigrants have it bad now, oof, you should see the way it was. She decides that she's going to clean things up. She's going to help feed these people. She's going to teach them, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and she ends up building a, an empire of hospitals. Uh, in just a few short years, she built 67 hospitals, orphanages, and schools. Um, and she's just this little woman uh, that was sickly and deathly afraid of water. And yet, I don't know how many trips she went back and forth uh, from Europe to America and changed everything. She became an American citizen in 1909. And that is the story of the movie Cabrini that is coming out in a few weeks. Uh, it's actually March 8th. I'm, there's a reason I'm telling you this uh, in advance. And uh, to explain that is one of the uh, co-founders and the per current president of Angel Studios, Jordan Harmon. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Glenn, it's so good to hear from you. Yeah, um, I, I tell you, and you know, I know, you know, I mean this. I'm, I've been raving about this movie to everybody I know. Uh, I can't wait to see how it does when it comes out. This is from the same director that did Sound of Freedom. Uh, he is a really big deal in South America. Everybody knows his name uh, in South America, and he has come and put this together uh, and. Um, why did he pick this particular story? <laughs> oh man, that's a great question. I remember when I when I first talked to him about it, he said, "Jordan, there's there's films that you want to do, and then there's films you're called to do." And he said, "This was a film that I felt called to do because it tells the story of a real woman who showed her power and her God innate power to change the world in such a miraculous way." And when I heard that, it just hit me so deeply. And I had a similar feeling to you where I remember watching Cabrini for the first time and texting Jeff and Neil, my brothers, the other co-founders, and saying, guys, I think we found the next Frank Capra. Alejandro mm. Monteverde is so good. He and for is. those who don't know Frank Capra is, he's the guy who did Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He did It's a Wonderful That's Life. Some of the greatest and most iconic films of, of, of that generation. And I think you're just, I, Alejandro I, yeah. is an artist. You are exactly right. I think he is. The, I hadn't thought of it that way, but I think he is the next Frank Capra. I, I was a big fan of his when I first saw, what was it? Little Boy. Do you remember that film? Yes. Oh, man. So yes. good. So good. Oh, and it was, it just captured America. It was just, uh, just he is really good. Really good. 
Um, so he's the same director that did Sound of Freedom, which ended up being the 16th highest grossing independent film of all time. Uh, made over $240 million. It's never been done really before. I mean, it's, it's, it was crazy. But you guys at Angel have, uh, have short-circuited the, the movies. I mean, you <laughs> distribution. Walt Disney tried to do this and had to create his own uh, distribution company, which is almost impossible to do. But you've short-circuited because you go directly to the people. Explain a little bit about the, uh, uh, the system that you have done where people select what you make uh, and then how you get the theaters to accept the movies. Yeah, so we've, we've created what's called the Angel Guild. And the Angel Guild is this group of over 200,000 people and growing very rapidly who basically get to be the gatekeepers to all Angel content. So unlike Hollywood, where you have five or six executives in a room who are making the decisions for what is seen and what is driving the culture of our children and our grandchildren, you as individuals get to come in and decide. So the Angel Guild, for example, you had a thousand plus people who randomly were sampled. They saw Sound of Freedom. They loved it. They got it out to the world and it's now been seen by well over 60 million people on our best estimates between theaters and Amazon and trending at Amazon. And then, you know, Cabrini, people got us to see an early screening of that. And they said, this is absolutely incredible. I remember my wife watching it and she said, this film is by far the best film I've ever seen us put out us being angel. And that's saying something in terms of when you look at dry bar comedy and, and the chosen and sound of freedom. Yeah. And uh, there's all these different projects that, and this film stands in a league of its own. And it the does. reason it's critical that we're talking about this today versus on March 8th is that part of our model is helping the theaters give us more screens by having a direct relationship with them as well. So we basically already put tickets on sale. You can go to angel.com slash Beck. And you can actually go get your tickets today. And that signals to the theaters, we want more content like this. This is the content that's going to change the culture and is going to change the world to where it looks more like we believe it should for our children and our grandchildren. And the theaters are on our side. The theaters love what we are doing. It was fun when we, there's this conference called CinemaCon. And my brother was there and he was wearing an angel shirt and people would walk up to him left and right and say, they like pull out a cross or they'd pull out their script, you know, a little scripture verse and be like, we're on your side. <laughs> and yeah. and you know what it does? It's they're middle America. Right. And they're in middle America and they also want to make money. And what Hollywood is pumping out, nobody's going to see anymore. It's so That's separate right. from the middle of America. Uh, this is a great way. And I'm telling you, the problem with making films is you can't get them into the theaters because you need the big Hollywood studios to distribute it. That's right. Well, Angels, Angel Studios has broken that. But to be able to have this seen nationwide, the people that are like you and me that want to go see great movies, we have to buy the tickets in advance because once a few of those theaters sell out, then the theater chains all see that and go, oh, wow, I better get on board. And they start opening it up to their theaters and it just spreads. That way it has a massive opening that that's never been able Cabrini, to be done before. And the response for Cabrini has been incredible. I mean, when you look at uh, a big theatrical release in the U.S., 
is usually between 2,000 and 3,000 locations. That's a really, really wide release. And anything above 3,000 is just massive. We are already over 2,000 locations all over the nation. And people are pouring in to buy tickets because they're realizing this is a film. This is a cinematic masterpiece. Every really my brother, brother Neil said, this is not a motion picture. This is a motion painting. Every yeah, scene, every frame is absolutely gorgeous, and it has to be experienced in theaters. And so, like I said, if you go to angel.com slash Beck, make sure you get your tickets now because, again, it signals to the theaters, give us more locations, give us bigger auditoriums. This is the type of content that will change culture. This is, uh, I would say, the only Christian film made in my lifetime that is this good is probably uh, Passion of the Christ, uh, where that was just a mainstream, unbelievable film. Now, that was in Arabic, so I hate to say it was mainstream, but it was a great film. This is the same thing. It's the best thing, and this is the kind of quality you're getting because Angel has found the way to go directly to you and bypass everything. So if you believe in changing the culture, if you believe that we deserve better than just one choice of Hollywood, then this is the kind of thing that you need to get involved with. And you can go to angel.com slash Beck, angel.com slash Beck. Is that right? That's exactly that right. The, yeah. And you, you buy your tickets. How do you join the uh, Angel Guild? Yeah, so if you actually go to um, angel.com slash Beck as well, you'll see on the left-hand side people in this chat bar that are joining the Angel Guild. You'll be able to join the guild, and that's going to allow you to actually be a part of not only getting two free tickets to every Angel theatrical release, getting early access to our content, but more importantly, your voice gets to be a part of deciding what the next Angel project is, what the next Angel original is. You get to be the alternative to the Hollywood gatekeepers and, yeah. and that membership, that membership could be one of the most powerful things that individual can do today to influence to the, culture the culture for their children yeah. and grandchildren. Jordan, I can't, you and what you and your brothers have put together is absolutely amazing. As you know, I'm a big fan uh, and, uh, and a friend of, of uh, your whole family. And, and, and I mean that so of the angel studio. You. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I'm going to we're they're just about to release the trailer and we have to play it first. So we're going to play the trailer of uh, of Cabrini. I just want you to know they've picked Shania Twain to back this up, which is so weird juxtaposed to how this film uh, looks. But it is, again, brilliant strategy for those who went to see what a strong woman is like and they watched Barbie. Give this a shot. Here's a trailer. If we are to build an empire of hope. Let's go, girls. It seems we must first conquer New York. Come on. Do people know rats have it better than the children of five points? America, we are all people of dignity. Be careful, mother. This place will eat you alive. You have swatted the hornet's nest. We are bold or we die. It's not safe. 
Not for you. I should do the work. I will speak to the mayor, signore. Who the hell do you think you are? Man, I feel like a woman. You think you're gonna march in here and tell me? I want the best hospital for your people and for mine. Begin the mission, and the means will come. What kind of New York do we want? <laughs> we are survivors. Are we not? We are. Quanto rumore fa una donna da sola? It opens up March 8th. It is Cabrini. Get your tickets now. Angel.com slash Glenn. Or Beck. I can't remember if Sarah, look it up for me, will you? Um, all right. You hear me talking about my pillow products all the time. They, they change your sleep for the better. The pillows are fantastic. And they would like to show you uh, their gratitude for helping build their company. You can get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and 50% off the new flannel sheets. Oh, and their six-pack towel sets are now going for $29.98. MyPillow appreciates your support, and they want to give back to you. Take advantage of the free shipping, especially on larger items, as the mattress toppers, 100% made in the U.S., sell for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more with the promo code BECK. To find the offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, check out everything now that I've mentioned, and more on Sale. Remember, enter the promo code BECK, call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. Get the specials now at MyPillow.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. It's truly an amazing thing, and this is why the left uh, works to silence people and, and put up barriers everywhere. You know, it was in the uh, late 90s that you didn't have conservatives on television. You just didn't have it. And then Fox came on and just mowed everybody down. Then when they couldn't handle that, then they said, oh, you got to go to the Internet because the Internet was nothing. And we built empires on the Internet. And now they're trying to get us uh, to be silenced on the Internet. They, they've always had Hollywood, and now Angel Studios and others are making movies for the red states that are absolutely unbelievable. They used to suck. They used to suck. They don't anymore. And Cabrini will show you, my gosh, it is an absolute miracle that we are at this place where we can put into culture things like The Chosen, things like Cabrini, that are just at the highest level of quality and, uh, and entertainment. Um, we're living in amazing times, and you might feel like you're, you're losing, but the, the mission is advancing. It is advancing. Don't, don't uh, just look at the little things that we look at and we're like, oh, they lost that, lost that. Look at some of the gains that we've made. They are enormous, just enormous gains in a very short period of time. Bridget Fetessy joins me next.
Glenn Beck Program.